Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. All right, we got here. It's Friday, which uh, 5 o'clock hour always brings around the moist line, people. We'll uncork them in about 15 minutes. First time in a couple of weeks we've heard what they got to say. And in 30 minutes, we will put somebody into the proverbial dumpster with our mob members. Find out who that is. Come on up. Uh, George Gascon, the yeah. absurd early ca- L.A. County District Attorney. has. We're surra- going to find out next week whether or not the signatures are good enough. It's coming next week, by the way. Yeah, he has surrounded himself uh, to make up his administration. Uh, public defenders. Nine- yeah, to carry out his plan to dismantle the criminal justice system, he brought in these public defender types. Some of them got titles like special advisor and things like that. Nine attorneys from the public defender's office. And one of the things he wanted to do is start prosecuting cops. And um, they were trying to prosecute two sheriff's deputies, uh, Woodrow Kim and Jonathan Miramontes, for filing a false report. And Kim was also charged with assault because his door hit a suspect named Hector Martinez. Anyway, they went to a preliminary hearing against these two sheriff's deputies, Gascon's office. And 99.9% of the time, you win the preliminary hearing and you (coughs) go on to a real trial or a plea bargain, whatever. Yeah, it's often just a formality. But somehow, uh, the incompetence in Gascon's office lost this round while they were trying to prosecute two sheriff's deputies. And again, that's the main target of Gascon's administration. So to explain all this is Josh Loon, who's been on with us several times, uh, L.A. County Deputy D.A., uh to uh talk about this uh john how are you i'm good i'm good guys thanks a lot so let me just jump right in 
So I think I need to give you the background on the prosecutor who handled the preliminary hearing yesterday. His name is John Peroni. Until uh, a few months ago, he was a public defender. He was an office mate of Tiffany Blacknell. He gave the maximum $1,000 to Gascon. He hosted a town hall event for Gascon with, with his name on it. He came to the DA's office specifically recruited to prosecute police officers by Tiffany Blacknell, someone who has said that she publicly hates cops. And when he testified at the civil service hearing, he said that he was interviewed by a woman named Christina DeBerry, who is not even a Los Angeles County employee. She is a woman who is head of the Prosecutors Alliance Group, and she's apparently now allowed to interview individuals for positions in the district attorney's office. So that's his background. By the way, in the, during the, um, the hearing, one of the things that he said was uh, he was asked, you know, why he hosted the fundraiser and why his name was on it. And his response was, well, he said something to the effect of, my name carries a lot of weight in the legal community. Uh, so that's the individual who was doing this preliminary hearing. Let's talk very briefly about what this case was. This is a case back from September 18, 2018, and what happens is sheriffs get a report of individuals in a car with a gun challenging people. They're basically, it'll turn out to be gang members walking around challenging a bunch of people uh, in East L.A. This is occurring near Ruben Salazar Park, so sheriffs roll out, three units respond, and they end up finding this vehicle. They chase it into a park. One of the passengers jumps out of the car and starts running, and one of those units starts chasing that fleeing suspect. Meanwhile, the other two suspects in the car open fire on deputies, hitting two of them. One shot in the face, one shot in the neck. They're seriously injured. They survive it. The deputies return fire, and I believe they kill both gangsters in the car, uh, either one or two. Meantime... The two deputies that are chasing the gangster on foot are hearing the shooting. They don't know if their, their fellow deputies are still alive. They don't know what's going on. But they're chasing the guy, and as they're chasing him, he's on foot. They are now preparing to jump out of their car. And when deputies jump out of their car, they don't stop the car. What they do is they open the door in advance, the doors, so that as they're stopping the car, they're jumping out for officer safety. So as they're doing this, the fleeing suspect suddenly slows, turns toward them, and as the deputy on the driver's side is opening his door, his door hits that suspect, knocking him down. The suspect ends up having some abrasions. He doesn't ask for any medical attentions. attention. The deputies document this in their report. They're interviewed by investigators. The next day, there was surveillance recovered from a neighbor who's roughly 100 yards away. It's kind of grainy. It appears to show the impact of the fleeing suspect being hit by the door and, and going a couple of feet in the air. So the sheriffs apparently discuss all this at the time, uh, whether there is a traffic collision or whether it's a use of force, what do they decide to do, and it's decided that we'll investigate this traffic collision. Sometime later, someone decides, no, this is a use of force, and they end up submitting it, and it is filed under George Gascon in August of 2021. Now, this becomes very important. Because as a prosecutor, and I've been doing this 30 years, and I've handled a lot of high-profile cases, never 
would I ever speak to the press until a case is over? Because ethically, you can damage a defendant's right to a fair trial. But since George Gascon has never tried a case in his life and doesn't much appear to care about ethics, he tells the press the following, quote, peace officers must do their job lawfully and truthfully. There is no place in law enforcement for officers who use illegal force. Sorry, that's my great Danes barking here. Yeah, he agrees. No pla- there is no place in law enforcement for officers who use illegal force, then lie to cover up their crime or the crime of another officer. This is Gascon saying this before these officers have ever appeared in court. It is something no ethical prosecutor would ever do. So they file two counts. One is uh, uh, filing a false police report, which is a felony. And the second is assault by a police officer under color of authority. So it goes to preliminary hearing. It's handled by this John Peroni, the same guy who was recruited, recruited by the cop-hating public defender, ex-public defender, and now chief spokesperson Tiffany Blacknell, who is also the lawyers are filing motions in the civil service hearing saying that she can't testify publicly because her life is in danger. So the standard for a preliminary hearing is what's called probable cause. And the standard is basically the evidence need not be sufficient to support a conviction. There must merely be some rational ground to assume the possibility that an offense has been committed and that the defendant is guilty of it. So it's an extremely low standard. We win 99.9% of our prelims. So the case was handled yesterday in front of Judge Ron Cohen. Judge Ron Cohen is basically understood to probably be the smartest, best, most knowledgeable judge in the entire state. He, he is a legend. So he ends up being the judge at this case. They present the evidence, and the judge ends up, I'm going to talk about the second count first. So the judge, before they can even get to argument, says to the prosecutor, hey, wait a second. You're not even, there's no evidence that they hit him intentionally. They open up the door. And the door hits him. They're chasing a fleeing felon when other officers are being gunned down. They have every right to chase after him. They have every right to apprehend him. Um, so the uh, prosecutor, I'll call him prosecutor, Mr. Peroni, apparently submits on it. He doesn't even argue that the assault uh, is, a, is even a, a correct uh, charge. He doesn't even argue. He just submits on it. So then the judge says, well, the other problem is you're filing a felony false report. You have to show that, one, the evidence is that they hit him intentionally or that they hit him harder than they described. You have no evidence that they hit him intentionally, and you have no evidence that they lied about what happened. The second problem that you have is even if you have an officer that you believe is lying about something, they have to be lying about a crime. And there's no crime alleged here because you are basically conceding that there's no assault. So basically, this was a traffic accident. And you've got a prosecutor who was brought in, who's a campaign contributor, who is supposed to be an expert in this area, and apparently he doesn't know enough to review in advance whether or not he's going to use the extreme power of our office to go after two deputies. So, yeah, the judge did the right thing, but no thanks to George Gascon and the 
individual he brought in who obviously is completely unqualified to be doing what he's doing other than the fact he looks to be a campaign contributor. It is absolutely scandalous. Yeah, it's a waste of taxpayer money, too. Well, John, we thank you so much for coming on and pointing this out with all of your passion. We appreciate that. Just another chapter in the Gascon book. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. All right. right, That's Deputy DA John Lewin. And again, Gascon, and he said he made this clear when he was running, he was going to prosecute cops. Well, he tried to prosecute a couple of L.A. County Sheriff's deputies involved in a police chase. And they couldn't even get past a preliminary hearing. The judge threw the case well, out. There was, he there put was up one of his amateur public defenders up there. And there was they had no case to begin with. They had no case to begin with anyway, right. Which means they shouldn't have even bothered. But he wants to prove to Boy. you know his backers, whoever they are, and, that, that I am going after these cops. And they really screwed up these deputies' lives, huh? Because this happened back in 2018, 18, yeah. and this still is being They've litigated been dragging today. This through until and, yesterday and, it was thrown out, and right? they didn't and they didn't do anything wrong. They were, they and, were and it actually says they can come back and try again. Well, they can try is, to they can try to build a case again, and that is that is vicious. he better not. That is really awful. Uh, All right, when we return, we will unleash the moist line people. We'll see what's there after a couple of weeks on the sidelines. Hack at a dumpster is coming up after the news, too, at 5.30. John and Ken show KFI. Did you I see- bet you didn't know it's World Elephant Day. Just wanted to tell you that. Uh, you know, Gary and Shannon put that up on the uh, on the board here. Oh, I just got a press release from the San Diego Zoo Safari Park celebrating mm-hmm. World Elephant what Day. What are we supposed to do? Well, I was supposed to bring attention to the plight of elephants in Africa and Asia. The African <laughs> elephants are currently listed as endangered. Yeah, well, because... People are hunting them? Because people hunt them and for the tusks, and then they sell the tusks uh, to uh, to bad guys in China. It's the same story that's been going Thanks on for to decades. Your son, I know you have a soft spot for elephants. I so. do have a very soft spot, and it's really brutally cruel what they do to them. But, you know, the the, the locals in, uh, in Africa are hired by these uh, Chinese uh, merchants to get mm. the tusks, and then they grind it into powder because people in, some people in China believe that you can get uh, enhance your erection. With the with the tusk wow. powder, they do yeah. that, that that and that's why elephants are getting getting slaughtered all the time. Can you imagine this? What a species! I think uh, you have a new cause you want to take up. I, oh, be a bad, passionate uh, defender of the elephant. Bad news about Salman Rushdie. You know he was the uh, oh what happened the author who got stabbed today while uh, giving a, a lecture. Uh, he's on a ventilator, cannot speak, will likely lose an eye. His arm nerves are severed and his liver is damaged. Oh, no. Yeah. 24-year-old. That's not the way the picture was painted earlier today. No, no. They, uh, well, it was the same thing with the Anne Heche accident. They didn't make it sound all that bad. uh, Yeah, I knew she got burnt and I could see her on the gurney, but the way she was grappling around like she Mm. wanted to get off the gurney, you're right. I didn't think it was that bad either. Yeah, but he's uh, dead. He got uh, stabbed on stage. It was a 24-year-old guy from New Jersey. Of course, Salman Rushdie wrote a book many, many years ago that uh, some uh, Muslims thought was blasphemous to Muhammad. Satanic uh, verses. Satanic verses. And he's been uh, kind of on the run ever since. There was a fatwa issued by the Ayatollah Khomeini back in... 75 uh, years old. And there's a 24-year-old New Jersey man that did this with apparently an Islamic name from what I got from the story, but we don't really know if it's related to the fatwa or Hadi, some other n- new... Hadi Matar is his name. Hadi Matar. Right. Uh, this is upstate New York. This happened. 
All right, we're going to move on now and bring back the moist line. This is we allow our listeners to leave messages. They are culled through very carefully by a technical director, Eric Sklar. You can leave them, of course, on the iHeartRadio app at the microphone icon, or you can call the toll-free number, one eight seven seven moist 86 Hey, this is John. And this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. Why do you guys have to go on vacation? Don't you know it ruins my day when you're not there? You don't deserve a break. About the 5,100 illegals that Texas Governor Abbott busted D.C., you should tell Biden, hey, you invited them in. I'm just delivering them to you. So what is New York City's Eric Adams whining about all these illegals being bucked up to his face? They're all future Democrat voters. What's the problem? Thank you, John. Missed you for saying what we all think. Athletes and actors and, oh, my God, they're doing this, they're doing that. Why idolize those people that are so full of themselves and they bring nothing to humanity? They're just entertainment. Wake up, America. Why are we stopping at the hotels? What about Airbnb? And what about people that have empty homes because it's a second or third home? Why aren't they going to make those make them take in the homeless those homes out to the homeless? I like that. What we should do with the homeless is also see from what state they originate and ship them all back to the original states and not let them stay here in California. Hey, morons, it's f***ing Wairika, not Eureka. You can't use clothing and put it on. You're going to get monkeypox, guaranteed. I know who I'm going to vote for, and it's not Biden. Can you imagine going to one of these hotels with all the homeless and going down to the pool, swimming <laughs> around them all? What, the, what is that pool going to be like? Or you wake up in the morning, and you go downstairs to get some breakfast, and you're surrounded by a bunch of vagrants screaming and yelling and touching themselves. No, <laughs> not going to work. I'd like to see Joe Biden audited. Long before he was president, I wondered how he amassed the wealth that he has being a senator. All those extra bunnies that everybody didn't think was going to reproduce. Instead of taking them to the shelter, why don't they take them to the food bank? We know that Ferrer's numbers are bull****, but those numbers went down without the masks. Even if they pass all the signatures and it goes to a vote, which probably won't happen because they're dirty, he's not going to lose an election or lose a vote to be recalled anyways. This is the story about the poacher that died when a robber, like, shot him. And that's when Deborah said that she was glad that he died. Yeah, I knew somebody had a cat that would attack people that it didn't know. A big cat. And it'd come at him. And so they'd have to put the cat away if somebody came to the door. Why doesn't somebody follow these activists, find out where they live, who they work for, and hell, find a couple homeless people on their front lawn, see how they like it. What about San Onofre? They could use that for a desalinization plant. Flatten the monkeypox curve. Hey, I'm curious, little Deborah. I'm Uh-oh. sitting here listening to you talk about this case with the psycho chick who's dumping Drano in her husband's drink. If the roles were reversed and this was a guy that was doing this to a woman, would you go, um, she has issues. She stayed with Yes, him. I would. I love how you're sitting there blaming the victim. I wasn't. Give me a freaking break. The teachers' union is winning because they're the ballot harvesters. They know how to talk to people. They know how to organize. That's what unions do. Yeah. Let's weed out the career politicians and put term limits on the ballot, which would limit senators to two terms and representatives to three terms. This is the one way that we can change things in this country. So Biden wants to make chips 
for the cars and whatever, does that moron realize that most of those chips are patented and will have to pay China with whatever they want to license them? Or his advisors uh, moron just like he is? You're all hung up on signatures, but what are signatures? They're just a verification that, yes, I, a citizen, want this petition to proceed. You've got my name. You've got my address. Send me a postcard telling me that my signature was rejected. I would want to know. And then I'll re-verify that I did, in fact, sign that petition. It's ridiculous. And this guy giving the news conference about the shooting, he sounds like Kermit the Frog. I still listen because living in Nevada, you always can remind me of why I never want to move back to California. Gascon, he's in, he's in the pocket of the cartel. Otherwise, why would he be doing what he's doing? Thank you for leaving your message. Please hang up. Sounded creepy, Goodbye. too. I guess that was the, uh, the app message. Right. Like wind tunnel there. In so, the pocket of the cartel. What was the context of Deborah saying she was happy that that guy got shot? It was a poacher that was shot in Africa. Yeah, I'm glad he got shot. And you were happy. Oh, that, that the was a robbery, right? That I remember that story now, right? Yeah, I stand by what I said. <laughs> yeah, he was. Well, what he does, he, he organized the hunts, right? Yeah. I think he even organized one of the Trump sons' hunts. Yeah. He oh, did. right. Yeah. Yeah, that he got killed in a robbery, uh, and that's the day she said that. Yeah. Right. That still stands. Do you have today. that clip again, Eric? Just play it. We. It's good for all kinds of purposes, though. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a fill all. It's a fill all. <laughs> yeah, right. Deborah Mark in a moment you of pure candor. You know what? I'm candor. glad that that guy was was shot to death. <laughs> I just love the way you cut it off. Well, I don't know what. What did you, you know say what? next? Other than that, I don't that. remember. Was, was shot to death. Yeah, you have a little. What are you talking about? I didn't cut anything off. Oh yeah, really? Well, I can hear play the, the rest of what I she could, said. Yeah, I could hear the little. Because maybe she had some sort of qualifier in there. Exactly. We don't... All right. Uh, All right. We when got... we come back, yeah, we're going to throw a hack of the dumpster. It's a pretty exciting time on the John and Ken show. We'll bring the mob out. Yes, we got another round of the moist line coming up, too. John and Ken, KFI. And... All right. Well, we bring back hack of the dumpster, too. It's been a while since we organized the mob. We do not have the Ukrainian mob members, really any of them, because they're busy with a war. <laughs> But we have we have guest mob members. We do. We have many members from all over the world that we have picked up over the years and they help us throw somebody into the dumpster that is deserving. The person this week has been behind a number of bills that have absolutely been hard to understand or believe the latest, though. And we're waiting to see if Gavin Newsom is going to sign it. He has about a week to uh, sign the bill. I guess if he doesn't sign it, it also is that the rule? If you don't sign it, it takes effect? Is that what happens if you don't veto it? I think? If you don't veto it, I think you have like 10 days or something you have to sign it. And if you don't veto it and you don't sign it, it just becomes law? Something like that? Yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll make a move because this one's getting a lot of play. It's Senate Bill 57, and the author is none other than the San Francisco State Senator Scott Weiner. He's going into the dumpster this is the one that's going to authorize more pilot programs for open junkie injection sites. The, 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 the way it's worded here is it provides a safe space for sterile needles and safe place for consumption and ultimately will save lives. That's the word from the sponsors of the bill that include, of course, and- Scott Weiner. There is a belief and the Times has been running these stories that, well... People are going to use drugs. There's nothing we can do to stop them. So let's just try to make sure they don't die and give them a safe place to inject. What's going to happen is it's going to bring hundreds and thousands of junkies 
to this injection site. And they're going to get their heroin injections and then stagger around and pass out. And they're all homeless. They're all drug addicted and insane. And, and now what do you got? You, you, you've got a, you got a, a human zoo. You got an outdoor psychiatric ward. There's nothing good about this. Nothing at all good about this. They try. They try this stuff because of these 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 uh, these people who want these open drug dens in public. I, I don't. I don't know what's wrong with them, and I, I don't even want to hear from them anymore. I don't care about their stupid reasons. And it's all Bay Area people. It's Libby Schaff. It's this Wiener. It's another San Francisco supervisor. It says here in the story I'm reading. Quite a few Democratic state senators didn't vote. They didn't want to vote no, but they didn't want to vote yes for this bill. But it still passes. They don't because they don't want pressure from the crazy activists. At the same time, they don't want this vote going back to their home districts. To me, if you abstain and the bill passes anyway, then you voted yes. I, I, uh, and yes, I don't care right. how you're going to try to spin it, but you'd think there'd be some decent opponents in some of these races to say, hey— this guy votes for, for open-air drug bazaars, which is what you get. Now, San Francisco has tried a program. They already allowed a pilot, and they had a program like this, and we've talked about this before, where they would let people come to these injection sites, and then there was somebody there to try to coax them into treatment. Nobody went into treatment, and in fact, the latest is they're closing it down because it's not working, and uh, they have... I don't know whether or not this new bill would allow L.A. and Oakland to start a pilot program this, for these this, injection sites. This is just more destruction. It's more chaos. You know, human beings are, are weak and fragile, and there's a lot of them that'll get addicted to drugs. And, and now you're just going to encourage more addiction and you're going to... You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna give the government's approval of the addiction process. You're gonna make it public, and they're gonna continue living in public. That that that's who the homeless are. The homeless are public drug addicts. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how this Scott Weiner gets away with any of this. It's the this same as the homeless problem. These are nothing but enablers. They're saying the same thing about the drug users as they said about the homeless. Well. Nothing we can do, but we just need to stand by and make sure they don't die. I don't. Oh, they don't care if they if they die or not. We've got we've got uh, hundreds dying every year in Los Angeles. I think it's what like a thousand die every year in L.A. They don't care. That's the rhetoric they use to try to uh, win the argument in the moment, right? To get the moral upper hand in the moment during the debate. But you look so, at the carnage in the streets, they don't care. I don't know so, what their point is. Here's the man for the dumpster, State Senator Scott Weiner of San Francisco, talking about the bill back in June. We are uh, here today uh, to, uh, as we start our final push uh, to pass Senate Bill 57, uh, which will authorize San Francisco, Oakland, and Los Angeles uh, to open and operate safe cons safe consumption sites. Safe uh, consumption so sites. Can, uh, he thinks right, by, get by using the word safe tool, that's uh, got some kind of magical power. Overdose deaths. Oh, shut up. Uh, this guy's the worst. He's the worst legislator uh, in the state, the most destructive. So let's get uh, all the Eastern Europeans in here to pick him up and give him a cause. There you go. Oh, my God. What the hell happened there? That's the paint, I think, right? Oh, they sprayed paint all over? Yeah, you... 
You're the one that called for that. Every week we do it, you go, what is that? <laughs> I forgot. Remember they did that to some yeah. red paint on a guy, a Russian guy, I guess? <laughs> All right, well, good. He's sealed off from the dumpster now. All right, so we did throw State Senator Scott Wiener into the dumpster. Now, Jerry Brown vetoed a similar bill just a few years back. So it's possible Newsom will not sign it, but uh, you know, I is, wouldn't count on that. Is San Francisco and Oakland not bad enough? Is L.A. not bad enough? I mean, you got your way. You got tens of thousands of drug addicts and mental patients living in the street. There's poo and needles everywhere. You won. Now you're running up the score here. You want to legitimize the whole thing. We're going to bring another round of our Moist Line friends next. John and Ken, KFI. Something that's happened in more modern times, and whether it's from the woke movement or politically correct movement, I don't know. But it does fascinate me. A listener sent a video. I sent it to Ray John. I didn't send it to you. About two hours ago, an hour and a half ago, they were having that news conference about the chemical leak of the train car there in Paris. Mm-hmm. And there is a official, he's got the helmet on, updating the reporters. To his right is one of those sign language interpreters. Mm-hmm. You have never seen anything like this in your life. And I'm trying to word this carefully, but I, this woman, I can't believe it. She's got this really shocking blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Something about her nose or the bridge of her nose. But she is very dramatic when she does the sign. So she makes these facial expressions. And obviously, because it was a chemical leak, yeah, it's kind of a disaster possible story. So she's making these. I didn't listen. I just watched the video. It was, oh, my God. Some of them are it's very comically fun. hilarious, even like, though it's yeah. not a they're very flamboyant. Some it's of like her... she's doing mime or she's doing, um, uh, what do they call it, improv or something like yeah, that? Is... Yeah. No, you see those. I mean, maybe she's uh, you know auditioning, wants to be uh, noticed. It's clown-like, but it's fascinating. And you're not even listening to him. You're just watching her with her movements and her hands all over the place. And her facial expressions are wild. And... Hmm. All right, let's, uh, let's, go. let's go with another Moist Line round. What do you think? Back by by popular demand? That's what we live for. You can leave a message using the iHeartRadio app. The little microphone icon is one way to do it. You can call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86. Hey, this is John. And this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. We pay taxes. We pay car registrations. We should be making the decisions as far as roads. Bicycles don't pay anything. Stop it in L.A. This is why people aren't going to go to L.A. There you you are right. It's crazy up there. There's no plan for an assassination of Bolton. It's just the famous... Joe Biden team making up stories. You know, we got so many scumbags that are friends of uh, Gascon. Why don't we just all categorize them as members of the Kermit Club? The woman from Irvine who poisoned her husband with Drano. It's always about money. It has nothing to do with good relationship or bad relationship. It always has comes down to cash. And she wanted to cash out. I know Ken would have his panties in a bunch if they rated Obama, if they rated, you know, but any other Democratic candidate. I mean, this is ridiculous. Any, it shouldn't happen to any president. Have you ever noticed that gas prices are cheaper the further away you get from the refineries? You know, Los Angeles area, Orange County are getting hosed by the refineries. 
equitable. I know what it means now. It means to screw over the middle class and the poor people even harder than we're already getting screwed. They just packaged it up in a fancy word and made it sound like it might help you. Can somebody please do a deep dive on how much Tony Villar paid nuisance people to get back into politics? Just three words for John. Small-minded, insignificant, and petty. So that guy I think that was four. That because made... he said or that it was designed to kill word. people in Vietnam. The AR-15s are very modern, recent invention, so it wasn't the case in Vietnam. That's Mr. Monkeypox to you. Who's the biggest loser of a mayor, Garcetti or Viragosa? Doesn't Catalina Island do uh, desal? Why don't we study what they do? John, what happened to you? I thought you were a red-blooded, meat-eating American that lives and breathes bacon. What do you hate the Whole Foods so much for? I could be way more of a fat ass at that store than I can at Ralph's or Albertsons. If I want to, like, clog my arteries, Whole Foods is a hell of a place to go. It? It's not just healthy bull Christ. Sorry to say, most of those workers, if you pay attention, barely can speak English and have a good job with the state. That's where our money goes. I just want to know how all these corrupt politicians like Viva Ragosa are worth $3 million. The guy hasn't even worked, and when he did work, he didn't work. Yeah, this is there, a Kermit Baskong. I want to make sure that uh, all the people who have a record or have an easy chance of getting no jail time. Yes, I mean, but... You know what? Let's leave Anne Hayes alone. You know, the height of her career was probably 20 years ago, so she's on drugs. Who's not on drugs nowadays? Well, she almost she killed a woman. Car. She's in the hospital. She's not she burnt the woman's well. home down. Anne Hayes, Anne Hayes, Anne Hayes. Leave Anne Hayes alone. It's a crime. I'm sorry she died, but... And they were kept in prison on an appropriate sentence. Then the probation department couldn't say we're overwhelmed because then they would have less felons on probation. Thank you for leaving your message. Please hang up. Goodbye. There is the mishmash known as the Moist Line. They come from all different topics. You can leave a message anytime with the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or you can call the toll-free number. One eight seven seven Moist eighty six. Yeah, Whole Foods has quite the butcher's department. Oh, I really do. Tons of meat. But you know what? It's the people there. All the people there seem. They're. I told you they're very pale. They look like they're not. They're all malnourished. um, All the people. Yeah. Yeah, just about I haven't all. been there in a while, but They're I'll check it out They're all pale and thin. You'd There's a big one right day. across from the station there. Huh? I'll come, you know, may, may, make, a, make an appearance here, and I'll take you to Whole Foods, and I'll show you. But the west side, the west side is like that's Yeah, it's prime then, territory for yeah, pale they're, people. They're all, it's mostly very thin, petite women. They weigh about 80 pounds. They have short brown hair and ponytails. It's Almost all of them. Almost every customer in Whole Foods looks like that. Ah, we got Tim Conway. Sorry about that. Uh, I went to Whole Foods today in Mm -hmm. Burbank, and there was a woman wearing pajamas and her slippers. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, there's no difference between you being around the house in bed and being in a supermarket. It's crazy. They're dressed like like bag ladies. The pandemic now. changed they, everything. Well, the pandemic has not ended there. I'll tell you that. If you want to yeah. go and, and and see what it's like in the first two weeks of the pandemic, slide over there. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, there, high mask, a lot of masks, a lot yeah. of gloves. Uh, everybody's, uh, uh, you know, no. they got they even have the old markings that were the X's six feet away from another X. Right. You know, yeah. when you just stand yeah. away for the cashier. 
<laughs> and See, people, I, uh, people use them there. <laughs> I went to Costco today. There wasn't a lot of masking. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's that's a different crowd. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's a different uh, group. They're they're still into it. And God love them. You know, if if you if you enjoyed that period of of uh, the last twenty years, you they're, can still get it. They're over... nostalgic. Yeah. For the, for the good old days of twenty twenty. <laughs> it really is unbelievable. That's right. Um, all right, uh, we got uh, Alex uh, Alex Michelson coming out oh, with us uh, always on Friday. Yeah, yeah and Joe Busca. Yeah, you know. Plus, uh, Anne Hayes has uh, passed away. I know you guys uh, covered that. And California had become the first state to offer free school lunches for everybody. I'm everybody going, gets I'm going to go there every day and get my lunch. Yeah, you should. What the hell? Well, it's no questions asked. Why can't I get a lunch? Yeah, that's not right. I mean, they, you know, then that means that, uh, you know, Elon Musk's kids are getting free lunch. <laughs> That's not right. There's something right. going on. There. I doubt they're in public school. And and, and I love that uh, that uh, Via um, Via Ragosa now is the guy the the waters are in America. Infrastructures are in, in California. In, yeah, infra- yeah. Oh, is, is he going to build uh, reservoirs and dams too? Yeah, that's his job. He should. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was always known as Mister Water, right? You know, he like like loved water. Always talked about the ocean, how great it was, and the lakes and all that stuff. How great it is to take a girl on the beach. There you go. Yeah, no, he, he really on. enjoyed things. Come on. Right. Yeah. Conway's up next. Crows Ding dong. Let's go. Can't Ding find it. Bring it on. Los Angeles, Orange County, live right. everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Ding dong. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.